Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We have a long chapter before us, but before I begin, I just want to remind you, in the last chapter, we found out that Gideon had 70 sons plus one son uh, by a concubine. So 70 sons from full-on wives and then one son from a concubine. And uh, this one son from the concubine was named Abimelech. And then um, time goes on and Gideon dies. And so that's where we find ourselves. Now, Judges chapter 9. Abimelech, son of Jerubbabel, went to his mother's brothers in Shechem and said to them and to all of his mother's clan, Ask all the citizens of Shechem, which is better for you, to have all 70 of Jerubbabel's sons rule over you or just one man? Remember, I am your flesh and blood. And a quick insertion, Jerubbabel is Gideon in the narrative. So, continuing, verse 3, When the brothers repeated all of this to the citizens of Shechem, they were inclined to follow Abimelech, for they said, He is related to us. They gave him 70 shekels of silver from the temple of Baal Barith, and Abimelech used it to hire reckless scoundrels who then became his followers. He went to his father's home in Ophrah and on one stone murdered his 70 brothers, the sons of Jerubbabel. But Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubbabel, escaped by hiding. Then all the citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo gathered beside the great tree at the pillar in Shechem to crown Abimelech king. When Jotham was told about this, he climbed up on the top of Mount Gerizim and shouted to them, Listen to me, citizens of Shechem, so that God may listen to you. One day the trees went out to anoint a king for themselves. They said to the olive tree, Be our king. But the olive tree answered, Should I give up my oil, by which both gods and humans are honored, to hold sway over the trees? Next, the trees said to the fig tree, Come and be our king. But the fig tree replied, Should I give up my fruit, so good and sweet, to hold sway over the trees? Then the trees said to the vine, Come and be our king. But the vine answered, Should I give up my wine, which cheers both gods and humans, to hold sway over the trees? Finally, all the trees said to the thorn bush, Come and be our king. The thorn bush said to the trees, If you really want to anoint me king over you, come and take refuge in my shade. But if not, then let fire come out of the thorn bush and consume the cedars of Lebanon. Have you acted honorably and in good faith by making Abimelech king? Have you been fair to Jerubbabel and his family? Have you treated him as he deserves? Remember that my father fought for you and risked his life to rescue you from the hands of Midian. But today you have revolted against my father's family. You have murdered his 70 sons on a single stone and have made Abimelech, the son of his female slave, king over the citizens of Shechem because he's related to you. So have you acted honorably and in good faith toward Jerubbabel and his family today? If you have, may Abimelech be your joy, and may you be his too. But if you have not, let fire come out from Abimelech and consume you, the citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo, and let fire come out from you, 
the citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo, and consume Abimelech. Then Jotham fled, escaping to Beer. He lived there because he was afraid of his brother Abimelech. After Abimelech had governed Israel for three years, God stirred up animosity between Abimelech and the citizens of Shechem, so that they acted treacherously against Abimelech. God did this in order that the crime against Jerubbabel's seventy sons, the shedding of their blood, might be avenged on their brother Abimelech and on the citizens of Shechem, who had helped him murder his brothers. In opposition to him, these citizens of Shechem set men on the hilltops to ambush and rob everyone who passed by, and this was reported to Abimelech. Now, Gael, son of Ebed, moved with his clan to Shechem, and its citizens put their confidence in him. After they had gone out into the fields and gathered the grapes and trodden them, they held a festival in the temple of their god. While they were eating and drinking, they cursed Abimelech. Then Gael, son of Ebed, said, Who is Abimelech, and why should we, Shechemites, be subject to him? Isn't he Jerubbabel's son, and isn't Zebel his deputy? Serve the family of Hamor, Shechem's father. Why should we serve Abimelech? If only this people were under my command, then I would get rid of him. I would say to Abimelech, Call out your whole army. When Zebel, the governor of the city, heard what Gael, son of Ebed, said, he was very angry. Under cover, he sent messengers to Abimelech, saying, Gael, son of Ebed, and his clan have come to Shechem, and they're stirring up the city against you. Now then, during the night, you and your men should come and lie wait in the fields. In the morning at sunrise, advance against the city. When Gael and his men come out against you, seize the opportunity to attack them. So Abimelech and all of his troops set out by night and took up concealed positions near Shechem in four companies. Now Gael, son of Ebed, had gone out and was standing at the entrance of the city gate, just as Abimelech and his troops came out from their hiding place. When Gael saw them, he said to Zebul, Look, people are coming down from the tops of the mountains. Zebul replied, You mistake the shadows of the mountains for men. But Gael spoke again, Look, People are coming down from the central hill, and a company is coming from the direction of the diviner's tree. Then Zebel said to him, Where's your big talk now? You said, Who is Abimelech that we should be subject to him? Aren't these the men you ridiculed? Go out and fight against them. So Gael led out the citizens of Shechem and fought against Abimelech. Abimelech chased him all the way to the entrance of the gate, and many were killed as they fled. Then Abimelech stayed in Aruma, and Zebel drove Gael and his clan out of Shechem. The next day, the people of Shechem went out to their fields, and this was reported to Abimelech. So he took his men and divided them into three companies, and set an ambush in the fields. When he saw the people coming out of the city, he arose to attack them. Abimelech and the companies with him rushed forward to a position at the entrance of the city gate. Then the two companies attacked those in the fields and struck them down. All that day Abimelech pressed his attack against the city until he had captured it and killed its people. Then he destroyed the city and scattered salt over it. On hearing this, the citizens of the Tower of Shechem went into the stronghold of the temple of el Berith. When Abimelech heard that they had assembled there, he and all of his men 
went up to Mount Zalman. He took an axe and cut off some branches, which he lifted to his shoulders. He ordered his men with him, Quick, do what you see me do. So all the men cut branches and followed Abimelech. They piled them against the stronghold and set it on fire, with all of the people still inside. So all the people in the tower of Shechem, about a thousand men and women, also died. Next, Abimelech went to Thebes and besieged it and captured it. Inside the city, however, was a strong tower, to which all the men and women of the people fled. They had locked themselves in and climbed up the tower roof. Abimelech went to the tower and attacked it. But as he approached the entrance to the tower to set it on fire, a woman dropped an upper millstone on his head and cracked his skull. Hurriedly, he called his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and kill me, so they can't say a woman has killed him. So his servant ran him through and he died. When the Israelites saw that Abimelech was dead, they went home. Thus God repaid the wickedness that Abimelech had done to his father by murdering his seventy brothers. God also made the people of Shechem pay for all of their wickedness. The curse of Jotham, son of Jerubbabel, came on them. So we have a very long chapter here, 57 verses, and therefore I'm going to have uh, short remarks. But this Abimelech was a bit of a scoundrel. You know, they referred to the, the nature of his birth, that he was born from a concubine, um, not one of the, the wives of Gideon. Jerubbabel is Gideon. And so this Abimelech had a questionable birth situation, and he was estranged from his 70 brothers. Now, God redeems birth situations for people that are born to prostitutes or whomever. He redeems that. But in this case, the guy became a scoundrel. And so he he used money to gather more scoundrels to himself, and he killed all of Gideon's other sons by the wives, with the exception of one. And so the youngest son escaped, this Jothan, the youngest son escaped uh, by hiding. So he alone of the sons of Gideon um, by the wives remained. Now the citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo, two big cities, came and they crowned Abimelech king. Now that wording is interesting because we think of Saul as the first king of Israel. So this Abimelech was not universally recognized by all of Israel as king. Just these two locations, Shechem and Beth Milo, recognized him as king. But he did become the judge over all of Israel and led them for three years. This Jotham, uh, the son of Gideon that survived, was outraged uh, that the people had allowed Abimelech to kill all of his brothers. And so he challenged the people of Shechem and said, Have you behaved properly? toward my father and my father's family? Have you acted honorably in good faith toward Gideon, Jerubbabel? And of course, the answer was they had not, but they didn't admit that. And then he prophesied, or he spoke a, a word, if you've acted honorably, then may God bless you, essentially. But if you've not acted honorably, let fire come out from Abimelech and consume you, and let fire come out from you and consume Abimelech. So it's a bit of a prophecy, wish, prayer combination thing. Anyway, time goes by and uh, God stirs up animosity between Abimelech and the citizens of Shechem. Remember, may fire come out from Shechem and consume Abimelech and may fire come out from Abimelech and consume Shechem. And so there was this big battle and initially Abimelech was winning and then some of the survivors retreated 
to a certain city, and Abimelech was going to burn that city as well. Notice, may fire come out from Abimelech. So he was going to burn this city. He approached the city walls, and a woman dropped a millstone on the wall from the wall on his head and cracked his skull. So he was killed by a, a lady, and that was a great humiliation for him. But the problem was he was a wicked man. He was a wicked man. And killing these 70 brothers, it was nothing but wickedness. This was political expediency of a sort, but it was wickedness at the end of the day, killing his brothers. And so I'm sorry that they mistreated him perhaps when he was a child. But nevertheless, he had no business killing all of Gideon's sons. And Gideon's one surviving son uh, recognized that and essentially cursed him. So, Lord, we recognize this story is uh, very difficult. This Abimelech was probably mistreated by his other brothers, but his response was not good. He killed all of his brothers in response. And so, Lord, we recognize that many people are mistreated by family, by siblings, brothers, sisters, by parents sometimes, mothers, fathers, by grandparents. Sometimes parents are mistreated by children. Whatever the case, the pain is more extreme coming from your own family who's supposed to protect you. So, Father, I pray over all of those listening that have been mistreated by family in one way or another. Lord, I ask for a heart of forgiveness, not a heart of anger and murder like rose up in Abimelech. Lord, we ask that you would forgive us as we forgive others who sin against us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.